Blog Talk Radio.
God bless you. God bless you. Good afternoon. Do you hear what I hear? Do you see what I hear? What I see? Said the king to the people everywhere. Listen to what I say. Pray for peace. People everywhere. Listen to what I say. The child, the child sleeping in the night. He will bring us goodness and light. That was C.C. Winans. Do you hear what I hear? And we are in this holiday season. It's just a few more days until Christmas. And on behalf of Global Gospel, we would like to wish everyone a happy holidays during this season. Happy Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year as we prepare for this time of year. You are listening to Global Gospel, and I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Uh, we will be here until uh, 2 o'clock. We're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. on to 2 p.m. And if you need to reach us, we need to let you you need to let your family and friends know to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. If you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box five three three one Hempstead, New York, one one five five zero. Our phone number is five one six four eight one three one eight seven if you need to call us. And you can certainly leave us a message at any time. If you would like to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Those are all the ways that you can reach us. We are on social media. So like us. Check us out on Facebook as Global Gospel. We're on Twitter as Global Gospel. We're on Instagram as Global Gospel. Just check us out. Leave us a message. Leave us a comment. Uh, send us a shout out. Just let us know that you are listening to Global Gospel. We would like to thank God for each and every one of our listeners, all our listeners here in the United States, the North, the South, the East, and West, our listeners in the uh, Turk and Caicos, Caribbean Island, uh, those that are in Jamaica, West Indies, those that are in Germany, those that are in Norway, those that are in South Africa, those in India, in India, those that are in Canada. Uh, we thank God for each and every one of you uh, listening. And shout out to uh, one of our listeners, uh, Deacon Theodore Norman in Roosevelt, Long Island, New York. And uh, just let me know that you're, uh, that you're listening, and I will uh, shout you out. Uh, we thank God for each and every one of you. We hope that something is said that is a blessing to your life, that you get uh, encouraged that you're uplifted as you go through the week and as you go through life's journeys and ups and downs and trials and tribulations. Our theme here comes from Second Corinthians, the third cha- uh, the fourth chapter, beginning at verse three says, "But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world 
have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. The Bible tells us, for I'm not ashamed. In Romans 1 and 16, the Bible says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. So the gospel is for everybody. The gospel is good news. The gospel heals. It delivers. It saves. And it sets free. In a day and time like this, it behooves us to uh, not only hear the gospel, but to apply it to our lives and live thereby uh, and have Christ in our life, to have a personal relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. One of our, our guests that was with us uh, this year, Reverend Janie Mace, uh, always tells us that salvation is comprehensive. So uh, salvation should change your whole life, whether uh, you have uh, mental issues, physical issues, financial issues, whatever it is, the gospel will free you. And it doesn't mean that everything's going to go right in your life. You will have some ups and downs, but you have an assurance, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, over the foretaste of glory divine. So once again, we thank you, thank you, thank you. We do have a special guest that will be joining us in a few minutes on this afternoon, and I will introduce them in just a little while. Our, our show topic uh, for today is we're going to be talking about the uh, Ready, Set initiative. So at this time, we are going to take a break, and we are going to hear from uh, Todd Dulaney, and the song simply says, Your Great name,
your great name, Todd Delaney. Delaney, there is power in the name of Jesus. Don't let anybody tell you anything any different. We are back. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you're listening to Global Gospel. And we do have a very special guest in studio with us on this Saturday afternoon. And let me tell you a little bit about this person. This person accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior at the age of five years old. He is the son of Bishop J. Raymond Mackey, the second and co-pastor Brenda Mackey. He gave his initial sermon at the age of 16 years old and was licensed in the ministry was ordained at the age of 19 and served as youth pastor for 10 years. He presently serves as executive pastor for the Tabernacle of Joy Church located in Uniondale, New York, where his parents are the senior pastors. He is a creative community activist, founder of two organizations, and a financial planner. His favorite scripture is Romans chapter 8, Verse 19, for all of the creation waits in eager expectation for the manifestation of the children of God. And I speak of no other than my friend and brother, Elder James Mackey II. Elder James Mackey, how are you this Saturday afternoon? Yes, sir. All is well. Tremendously blessed, honored, and and happy to be here with you on this this afternoon. Well, I'm grateful that you were able to take time out of your busy schedule to join us. Um, I'm sure you've had a busy week this week. Yes, sir. Um, Pretty busy, but um, it was a blessed week for sure. Yes, sir. Okay, that's great. So um, how about you... uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself other than what I said. What would you like the people to know about Elder James Mackey? Sure. So um, as you were saying, uh, accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior at the age of uh, five. Um, started preaching at the age of 16. Um, my father uh, represents the, the fourth generation of, of preachers in the Mackey family. I represent the uh, the fifth generation of uh, preachers in our family, and um, also, uh, as you were saying, a community activist, um, have had the pleasure of uh, just serving in the ministry and, and also serving in the community, and my heart is, of course, uh, sharing the gospel uh, to all those who are uh, willing to hear, and then also um, doing the very best that I can to, to make a difference in, in our surrounding communities as well. That's uh, awesome. Uh Thing that you're doing and uh, five generations of preachers. Wow, you have a lot to uh, to stand on. You almost <laughs> didn't have a choice, huh? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Definitely. But um, you know that there's no greater privilege in the world than than to serve the Lord and to uh, and to preach His gospel as well, too. Right. So, um, just a little bit before we start talking about um, what you're doing, um, you you served in several uh, capacities of ministry, and uh, I know that can be challenging as a young person. And what and what have you noticed in this uh, generation that the young people are are seeking or are eager for? 
Absolutely. Um, I would say, well, aside from um, serving as a youth pastor at my church for 10 years, um, I was a Bible teacher for um, the Upper Room Christian School uh, for one year. I actually taught grades 6 through 12. And oh, wow. um, that was really an eye-opener for me um, because I began to notice how there are um, young people within our generation that are hungering for the Word of God, but alongside that, um, they are looking to be heard, they're looking to be um, understood, loved, and also um, have that feeling of, of being a part of a community. Um, when I was teaching that year as well, too, I also saw how important it was for us to um, communicate the Word of God in a way where um, our generation of youth and young adults could understand. And mm. one example that came to me was I remember when I was in high school and I had a chemistry teacher um, that literally, you know, used to speak in tongues <laughs> during our, our chemistry class. But um, one of the things that came to mind was that um, I couldn't imagine myself passing that chemistry class if um, chemistry was preached to me instead of being taught to me. So uh, I believe that this generation definitely, you know, they're hungry for the Word of God. Um, I feel like sometimes we just have to give it to them in a way where it's taught, not watering down the Word of God or diluting it, but um, sometimes we got to have conversations that are open for them to um, to hear and receive. Right. Uh, I certainly agree. I would like to uh, – go back and visit that chemistry class, but I'll have to do that sure. at, another, <laughs> at another time because in the interest of time, I don't think we have time for that today, but uh, cool. we'll, table, we'll table that until another time. But, sure. um, you know, sure. one of the things um, that, uh, you know, I, I hear a lot in the secular sense and also in the church world or in Christian, Christian in amongst Christians and believers, young people is um, everyone's talking about living their best life. And um, with all of your background and um, as far as your professional work that you do and also your work in the ministry, how, how can we actually achieve that? Because I think a lot of, a lot of times things become cliche and it's just the next cliche for the day that you're living your best life. But how can one actually do something like that in your, in your opinion? Absolutely. Well, I, I guess I'll answer your question. And, and as we were saying before, you know, I, I do consider myself uh, a creative, um, a community activist, um, an entrepreneur. I'm also a financial planner as well, too. And I believe that when it comes to our faith, you know, um, and what we believe in, it should be a part of every aspect of our life. So that's from uh, our spiritual walk. Um, also, our emotional um, walk as we are building relationships with people, you know, physically, mentally as well, too, but also in our day-to-day -day decisions that also fall in alignment with um, our finances as well, too. And so I feel like um, I, I strongly believe that as we're walking out our faith in every aspect of our life, that that will enable us to live our best life. Right, and I, I do agree. The Bible does uh, tell us that uh, we should prosper and be in health, even if our soul shall prosper. So um, prospering part of your uh, Christian journey, like you said, uh, in, in several aspects, and as 
well as money, um, because you know we we do live in a world, and we there is there are economics attached to this life, and um, we have responsibilities and obligations and uh, bills to pay at the end of the day. So we can't um, neglect our um, financial aspects of life as well as feed the spirit, man. So um, with all of your passion and um, your background, uh, you've had something uh, over the years called the GLOW Conference. And how about you tell us a little bit about the GLOW Conference? Absolutely. So um, pretty much my first organization that I started, and uh, I forgot to mention this before, which kind of like segues um, into GLOW. So um, aside from serving as a youth pastor with my parents, uh, I was also a program outreach director for my dad's um, organization called um, the Heaven Coalition, um, Helping and Violence Now, H-E-V-N. And so um, underneath that umbrella, I decided to start my own organization called the GLOW uh, movement and it was actually inspired by the civil rights movement and um, we came up with this plan of action and this mission to recruit students, youth, and young adults for community service to enhance their resumes for college scholarships and career opportunities. Um, we had GLOW has been around, believe it or not, for about nine years, and uh, we had three conferences over the years, uh, a few orientations. Our last conference was held at um, Malloy College in their Madison Theater, and um, it was pretty much an educational MTV Music Awards, um, if you will, but we had, um, you know, worship um, and the word, and we honored uh, 32 honorees, and they all stem from the fields of education, you know, community service, government, and ministerial leaders. So, um, yeah, that that's pretty much the gist of GLOW. And um, we have some great additional plans for GLOW um, in the upcoming years as well, too. Right. That's awesome. So we are going to stay tuned and look to see uh, what else GLOW has coming up. And I do know um, several uh, participants or should I say recipients in the, uh, sure. that have been a part of GLOW over the years and um, in, in several different areas, law enforcement, um community service, like you said, education. And and, uh, it is a great thing because there's so many people out there doing positive things. And sometimes all the negative things in life in our world get magnified. And it's great that you're bringing the uh, positive people and role models uh, to the forefront. Um, While we're on that, before we uh, talk about your other, because we know that you are an entrepreneur, business person, Who are some of your greatest influences? Wow, that's a great question. So um, I would have to say my father, uh, for sure. Of course. Of course. um, I don't want you to get in trouble. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So definitely, um, my dad has been in the ministry for over uh, 40 years, you know, and um, when when I think about him, he started preaching when he was teen, so super-duper young as well, too, and um, he, he's my primary example. He's been my example in terms of uh, how a man, a young man of God should carry himself, you know, starting off young in the ministry, also how the Word of God is able to sustain us over a long period of time um, in terms of um, building a ministry as well, too. Um, my father has been very, very active in the community, of course. So um, 
And uh, I would have to say he's one of my primary uh, influences and, and my hero as well, too. Um, I'm also inspired by some other individuals, of course, in, in different fields. Um, one person that comes to mind, he's a motivational speaker. His name is Les Brown. And um, I listen to a lot of um, motivational audio books, inspirational audio books. Um, also, I, I read a lot of books concerning how we as the body of Christ can be influential in multiple fields uh, and arenas w- within our world. And I would say that's a major point of focus, um, that that has been on my heart and mind. You know, how can our generation um, be influential and the different fields of, of influence and how we can, um, I guess you could say, take back the seven mountains of influence uh, for the kingdom of God as well, too. The seven, can you say that again? Oh, the seven mountains. There, there are seven mountains of influence. So um, some of them are the media, you know, education, um, government, and um, the um, the list goes on and on, but uh, I believe that um, God has called you know our generation and and all believers to um, be influential in, in the fields of influence, and I believe that we should have more um, Christian politicians, um, more people from the body of Christ in education, in medicine, in in government, um, all of those different fields where we can also um, spread on the Word of God where we can recruit and evangelize to more believers and, and holistically just make a difference, you know, uh, in the world that we're living in as we await Christ's return. Right. That That's awesome because uh, certainly uh, we do have to be, in order to be empowered, we do need to, to take a holistic approach to God's kingdom um, because, mm-hmm. you know, Christ does make a difference in our lives. And it is so important that, um, in the world that we live in, um, where basically God has been pretty much like eradicated, you know, it's not a part of our educational system, you know, per se, unless like you're in, in a Christian school or something like that. It's not a part of the order of the day. Um, but so it behooves us to have Christians in leadership everywhere. Um, now, 2018 is coming to a close, and we're just a few way, uh, few days away from 2019. And I know everyone's making uh, New Year's resolutions. People are talking about what they're going to leave in 2018, what they're looking forward to in 2019. And I do, I, I, you know, I stand with everyone else and declare that 2019 will be a great, successful and prosperous uh, year for me. And uh, so you, you started uh, working on this and today's show's title is actually the ready set initiative. And that is pretty much um, the main part of the show today. uh, The ready set initiative. How about you tell us about the ready set initiative? Absolutely. So, um, we're, we're super excited. Um, the Race Set Initiative um, was a vision that I um, actually had on paper, believe it or not, nine years ago, around the same time that, that God gave us the vision for GLOW. And uh, I just kind of, I, I guess, have you ever thought of an idea or God gave you something like many years ago, but you just never did anything with it? 
Of course. And, um, <laughs> so uh, I knew that um, the, the vision for the Race Center Initiative would be uh, a plan of action that dealt with financial literacy, um, also highlighting and um, displaying the importance of there being more creatives and, and entrepreneurs and up-and-coming business owners uh, within our local communities and um, also within the body of Christ as well, too. And so um, basically with the Race Head Initiative, um, we have started a project called Project 1000, and um, what we're looking to do is empower um, 1,000 individuals um, with educational and business services over the next 12 months. And um, the way that we're accomplishing this is through us highlighting and spotlighting um, fellow creatives, entrepreneurs, up-and-coming business owners um, within our communities, especially um, within the minority community, if you will, as well, too. And so I'll just throw an example out there. So when we look at different communities like uh, the Jewish community, the Chinese community, the Indian community, those are phenomenal examples of communities that stick together, you know. So, for instance, in the Chinese community, I have a friend of mine that, that's actually um, Asian. And so one of the things that he said that they do within their community is they go around and they say, listen, you're going to open up a laundromat. You're going to open up a cleaners. You are going to be in banking. You are going to be in medicine. You are going to be in real estate. And what they do is they literally um, create that uh, community of entrepreneurship and they support one another. So just imagine if we were able to accomplish that you know, within uh, the African-American community, you know, even more than, than what has been done in the past, and then also within the body of Christ as well, too. And and what you said, uh, to piggyback on that, is so important because the thing about um, other communities is what you basically gave us a model of, their dollar circulates within their community and within Absolutely. the African-American community the dollar leaves the community and um like you said it's so important that we support our own our own businesses and our own communities because um we've seen in 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 our short lifetime how our communities have been on decline in decline and not only just our community our churches our churches uh have lost attendance um our churches are closing up and it's just a sad thing to do. And we need to raise awareness of what is actually going on within our community. So um, how can one be a part of the Ready, Set, Initiative? Absolutely. So um, we recently uh, did our official launch, and um, we're going to be having an orientation that's going to be taking place uh, in the month of January, I believe it's January uh, Saturday the 26th. And so basically they can um, send us an email to the readysetinitiative.info at gmail.com and um, we'll be able to get them all the information for registration. And that day is going to be uh, a phenomenal opportunity to network with um, fellow believers, uh, fellow creatives, fellow entrepreneurs, and upcoming business owners. We'll be highlighting those individuals will have a panel discussion as well, too. And um, we'll just be talking about some phenomenal uh, topics to um, help uplift and 
um, encourage those individuals that are endeavoring in those separate um, fields. And um, I guess one of the reasons why I believe that this is a, a topic of importance is we, we look at um, what's going on in the world today. We look at the economy. Um, hyperinflation is real. The cost of living is real. Um, there are so many individuals that are um, graduating college, and um, as soon as they start in, into the real world, you know, our world system is designed for us to be um, in a lot of financial debt. And so I believe that um, if there was ever a time um, before, now is like the greatest time for us to start having um, more of an open mind to the necessity of us stepping into the field of entrepreneurship and, and business ownership um, as well, too. Um, it's needed within a, the African-American community. It's also needed within um, the body of Christ as well. And that is so and true. A lot of, I, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. A lot of the um, the individuals, if you look even within the scripture, uh, of course, there wasn't necessarily Fortune 500 companies, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> back then in the biblical days. But right. it was almost a necessity for those, you know, uh, individuals like Paul, you know, um, the disciples. They were business owners. They were fishermen, you know. And look at how God, you know, how Jesus, he – took their gift that they had for fishing, and he showed them how they can use their gift, you know, um, that same gift to be fishers of men. And uh, I believe that um, Christ wants to do the same for us, that he will enable us to be influential in our fields, you know, so that we can win more people to Christ as well, too. That That is, um, that is so well said. Um, as you discussed about uh, the gifts, because, you know, each and every one of us do have a gift and our gifts will make room for us. Um, once again, uh, I just want our listeners to know that you are listening to Global Gospel. Our special guest this afternoon is Elder James Mackey of the GLOW Conference of the Ready Set Initiative. And if you'd like to call us, we're here in studio for about another 20 minutes. Uh, you can call us at 319-527-60. I'm sorry. You can call us at 619-924-0800. Our call-in number to studio for Global Gospel is 619-924-0800. If you'd like to call in and speak to Elder uh, Mackey or myself, or if you have some questions about GLOW, or uh, the Ready uh, Set initiative. We are going to um, take a brief break um, as we list to Todd Delaney again, trusting you. Um, and we just want you to, uh, we'll be back in a few minutes and uh, we'll continue discussing uh, with Elder Mackey about the Ready Set initiative, talk some more about uh, gifts, our gifts making room for us and how we tie all this together with our worship and our finances and our dedication to, to God. Stay tuned and be blessed.
are back with uh, Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Our guest, Elder James Mackey of the Ready, Set Initiative. Uh, our call-in number, once again, is 619-924-0800. Um, we have been talking about um, empowerment uh, in our community, in the kingdom of God. And uh, Elder Mackey has uh, certainly tied all this together. And so, um, Elder Mackey, um, you are dealing and have dealt with this um, younger generation. And um, perhaps we've, we've, there's some things that we, we've learned from our previous generation, some things that we've learned actively, some things that we've learned passively. We've learned a lot of what not to do based on what's already been done, I always say. And um, so how um, being a minister and a young minister at that and from a very young age, how are you empowering people from the pulpit and also outside of the four walls of the church? Absolutely. What, so, what, is, um, what, do, what do you think is the key sure. The key to tying all of that together. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that, that I'm doing um, alongside the, the work that we're doing in the ministry, um, also in the community as well, too, is that um, I'm also a financial planner. And um, with, within our um, organization, the, the Ready, Set Initiative, um, what we have been doing is um, sitting down with families and individuals and just solidifying um, what are their financial needs, um, what are their financial goals, and also how can we make those um, goals and needs, um, help, help their needs be met and make their, their goals a reality. And so um, um, one scripture that comes to mind is Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. Um, it says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, and um, the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Uh, another passage of scripture uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 uh, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God For it is he that gives you the power uh, To get wealth um, That he may establish his covenant um, That he swore uh, unto our fathers Even to this day And so um, for instance um, In many other communities um, Like the Jewish community The Chinese community The Asian community um, Statistically speaking We've seen I guess, consistent plans um, put into place. Um, when one generation passes on, uh, inheritance is left for the next generation. And um, unfortunately, um, w- within our communities, that, that's not something that we see as frequent. And uh, I presently, I do believe that um, for each generation, life um, should get better than, than the previous one. And this is something that can be accomplished uh, through the uncomfortable conversation of uh, financial planning and and financial literacy as well, too. And so what we literally do for families and individuals is we show them um, what vehicles are out there uh, in the world that maybe aren't necessarily being taught to us in our high schools and also in our colleges. But these are vehicles that certain communities are, are made aware of. Um, where their money can grow. And also, um, we deal heavily concerning 
how to establish financial estates of generational wealth. Um, one of those vehicles are life insurance. Uh, other vehicles are um, financial accounts that give uh, a greater percentage of growth um, than what we find within our bank accounts. Um, also, statistically speaking, um, one of the things that we're combating with, uh, against is um, there's a statistic that says that over 70% um, of people are not on track, you know, for retirement. And um, over 80% of individuals, those same individuals, when they retire, they will run out of retirement. And um, these were certain things that I didn't know my entire life. You know, um, they would share with me over the past couple of years. But I personally know a lot of pastors, a lot of people who have served faithfully in the ministry, and um, they could be in their older age. And, of course, God preserves us. He sustains us. But um, in some cases, many of our pastors don't have uh, retirement plans um, in place, or they don't have necessarily um, certain savings or health insurance, different things of that nature. And so uh, I believe that the topic of financial literacy, financial empowerment, is um, something that's very, very important, you know, for the body of Christ at, um, as a whole. Great. That's very well put. Um, and as we as we uh, close out this year, uh, it is certainly important that we um, do make a conscious decision to start off the new year with some new ideas and a fresh mindset. And uh, I think that uh, this is a, a great timing for us to talk about the Ready, Set initiative and how we can uh, be empowered and how we can live our best life, really, not just say it, but how we can live our best life and others around us can live our uh, live their best life because you know sometimes the struggle is it is real um, but certainly God has uh, given us people in our lives to uh, help us through our journey in life and uh, people that have greater knowledge in some areas than we than we have because we nobody has all the answers and we can certainly do it better together Bible does tell us that the weak are to bear the infirmities of the strong so basically if you're an I as as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his brother. So we are here to be our brothers and sisters keepers. Um, we're uh, close to the end of the hour, and uh, time has gone by so fast. And certainly we will have to have you uh, back again. Who would you like to shout out this afternoon? Oh, my Anybody goodness. In particular? Who would I like to shout out this afternoon? Wow. See, I think that would get myself in trouble if I mentioned one person uh, <laughs> and right. didn't um, mention another. <laughs> but you know what? All right, so yesterday was my mom's birthday. So I'll do a shout-out to my mother, uh, co-pastor Elder Vernon Mackey. Um, we had a phenomenal celebration for her this past Sunday and then also last night as well, too. So I'll shout-out my mom. I should be safe, you know, giving her a shout-out. <laughs> right. So that that's great. Um. Well, happy birthday to co-pastor uh, Elder uh, Brenda Mackey. So uh, we thank God for uh, her and your church. And your church is? Yeah, so my uh, the church where I serve at is Tabernacle of Joy Church. Uh, we are located in Uniondale, New York at um, 1070 Brookside Avenue, Uniondale, New York. What are your service times tomorrow? So um, I'm actually going to be preaching tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., and um, um, I'm going to be dealing with the topic, 
um, the magnitude of gratitude. And I'm um, super excited for tomorrow. So we usually have 11 a.m. service and, and um, 4 p.m. service. Tomorrow we just have 11 a.m. service. Okay. So we encourage all our listeners, if you're uh, not busy tomorrow, to stop by and hear Executive Pastor. Executive Pastor? Got yep. that right, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. Executive Pastor uh, Mackey talk about the magnitude. Math- Magnitude, the magnitude, magnitude of gratitude. Yes, coming from First Thessalonians chapter five, verse eighteen. The magnitude of gratitude. Wow. Um, yes, and there's sir. so many things that we can be uh, thankful for in this season of our lives. Um, so uh, before we close, and before you close us out in prayer, um, what would you like to um, leave the people leading up to the magnitude of gratitude? Uh, tomorrow, what would you like? What message would you like to leave with our listeners? Uh, maybe those that are um, in a place this afternoon of depression, or uh, they just sure. feel down and out, or they need some inspiration. Absolutely. Well, I came across a phenomenal cro- uh, quote concerning gratitude, and uh, gr- gratitude is one of the characteristics that um, God has given uh, the the believer. And so this quote um, basically stated that gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. You know, it turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, and confusion into turns what we have into enough and um, even more. And so um, I would basically just state to anyone that's out there that may be feeling thoughts of depression. There's a lot of families around this Christmas season. There's a lot of parents who are under pressure because um, there's a lot of sacrifice in terms of finances for purchasing gifts and um, for for their kids and for their children. And uh, let us not forget the greatest gift that was already provided to us, you know, over 2,000 years ago on Calvary. Calvary. So um, we can be thankful for what God has done um, for us. We can be grateful. And um, by us maintaining that attitude and um, that emotional disposition, God will continue to bless us even the more so. Wow, I think that uh, is well put. And uh, certainly uh, we pray God's blessings on you uh, tomorrow as you deliver that message. And hopefully someone stops by uh, that's listening. It's free tomorrow and they can stop by and hear that message in its entirety. Uh, Once again, we would like to thank you for joining us on this afternoon. Uh, We encourage our listeners to uh, contact the Ready, Set initiative because certainly we want you to be a part of that and we want you to have a prosperous, productive, and bountiful new year. And we can achieve that if we all work together. And I think the Ready, Set initiative is a great way for us to uh, meet other people uh, for us to uh, network, and networking is so, so important. People don't realize the power of networking. People don't realize the power of word of mouth. Um, many years ago, we used to have um, concerts and joy nights and things like that, and um, social media wasn't uh, so popular. Talking about probably before Facebook and Instagrams and Twitter and all those things became popular, and what we found out is uh, that we make a lot of flyers and we put flyers everywhere. And what do people do with flyers? They put them in the garbage. They ignore them. But we discovered that word of mouth uh, was so important. 
So we do encourage everyone to tell somebody about the Ready, Set Initiative. Tell somebody about Global Gospel um, because, you know, that's what we're here to do, to help each other. And um, we just want you to contact Elder James Mackey uh, so you can get on board with that and be a part of the um, next 12 months of uh, prosperity. So once again, thank you, um, Elder um, James Mackey. Uh, thank you. It's, thank it's you for this opportunity. You, thank you. And uh, certainly we'll just have to have you back again. Um, you can give us, as we close the hour, once again, you've been listening to Global Gospel. Um, Elder Mackey is going to give us, if he has anything else he'd like to say, and he is going to close us out in prayer. Yes. So, um, Reverend Lamar, just want to say thank you so much uh, for considering thank us you. for this opportunity. Major shout out to, to the great work that you're doing with Global Gospel. And uh, today was definitely a pleasure and just the, the beginning of great things to come. Thank you. Yep. So um, I'll close this out. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day, for we know that this is a day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we just thank you for um, Reverend Townsend and and also this phenomenal radio um, ministry. We thank you for every single listener that has been tuning in over the years and even today uh, this afternoon. Um, we just pray that they were encouraged um, and inspired and motivated by on what was shared on today. We pray a special blessing um, on them and their families, even as we get closer uh, to the holidays. Father, we pray that you would also bless uh, every dream, every idea, every aspiration as we go into the new year, Father, that your blessing will be upon it and that we will continue to be used by you as your people. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you too.
building with your hands lifted up. Ask him now to come into your heart in a fresh way. There's a lifting of the hands, Israel and New Breed. Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our radio listeners. We are at the close of the hour. We invite you and encourage you to once again tune in next week, next Saturday, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are going home with this. Oh, come all ye faithful, uh, Kirk Franklin. God bless you. Have a productive, prosperous, and safe weekend. Make it to the house of worship on tomorrow. Give God praise, for he's worthy to be praised. Oh, come all ye faithful. Remember that in this Christmas season. God bless you.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.